You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf, Season 4, Episode 2, 117. I'm your host this evening, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, June Lee. Good evening, everyone. And our special guest this evening is your favorite TV mom. She plays Victoria Argent on MTV's Teen Wolf. Please welcome mm-hmm. Edie Mays. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's <laughs> awesome to be back. Thank you both. Truly, thank you for asking me to We be back again. love having you Yay, here. You are our favorite you, TV mom. You said that <laughs> until tonight. Things this season is a game changer, and so I'm, I'm ready. Let's bring it. Right? I have to ask mm-hmm. you now being a hunter mm-hmm. kate broke the code here in order to be aware <laughs> jaguar she didn't take her life like she was supposed to yeah. what are your feelings on that she's broken a lot of codes and <laughs> the first one i want to go ahead and say right out of the box is because i got a lot of tweets about this and i've seen a lot of it on tumblr and mm-hmm. it's very disturbing to me personally mm-hmm. um so i want to throw oh oh first i guess i should i should let me put my this disclaimer i went to waffle i mean to um ihop before this here let me just put this these are my opinions Opinions. They are opinions. They do not necessarily reflect those of the show. Um, and, and and this after buzz may be a little bit different then as a consequence because mm-hmm. season three to season four, very, very different things have happened. But mm-hmm. let me address your question. Thank you for asking. So we'll start off on kind of a serious note. Um, Jill Wagner came back. She is a fantastically funny enjoyable, (laughs) engaging gal. I loved working with her um, Mm -hmm. in season one. Um, I am deeply disturbed by the storyline and her kiss of a... (laughs) of a young man Mm -hmm. and the implications of that. And Mm -hmm. it's... It was really troubling to me. Um, However, what I will say is this is an alternate universe. Um... Mm -hmm. What uh, he very quickly came back as a, a Derek Hale, of course, very quickly came back as a grown man. Um, still a lot of disturbing elements. Um, when we saw the mm-hmm. flashbacks of her, um, uh, Jill looked very grown up when mm-hmm. she was torturing Derek Hale. Um, we saw uh, some of that at the mm-hmm. end of season three. So, yes, it's disturbing. She's a psychopath. So that's disturbing in and of itself. So this is just one more disturbing element. Um, so her behavior, her treatment of, of others, uh, there's there's nothing legal about any of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing appropriate about any of it. And um, and that's the way this alternate universe is going. So so please, gang, please keep that in mind that this is not – it's not like we're talking about um, – anything that might be okay in, you know, IRL in the real world. So That's true. So out there to begin with. Very true. But Definitely. yeah, but no, I would, it's totally not okay with, with <laughs> I, I, Edie or I, Victoria Argent. No, it's not. <laughs> I no, mean, they're one and the same. I, 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 <laughs> well, yes, sadly, I think it is good use of self in this particular case. But I, um, 
as far as the code goes, and one of the things I've really enjoyed lately in this last year or so is um, doing live events mm-hmm. and also writing fanfic. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> You've been so, writing oh fan gosh, fiction for Tino? Fanfic, yeah. So Tumblr. And I and I and I know I'm due one. I know I have to write one and I and there's mm-hmm. so one of the uh there was a fan at a convention where um I appeared, um uh BiteCon that mm-hmm. said they won a prize and their prize was me writing a fanfic for them, which I, which was a high honor. And yeah. so uh, so start the fanfic of Victoria Argent coming back as an alpha. And so I started oh that. Oh my gosh! So I that is cool. genius. No. That's brilliant. And, and not my idea to do it. <laughs> so I, I would love <laughs> to take credit for it. Better. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Brilliant. So, no, really. Uh, thank you. Thank. You. I mean, yes. I, You've I always been an alpha mm-hmm. mother. Makes, yes. So it would make perfect, perfect sense. sense. It makes perfect sense. All of the characteristics, the nobility, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that would be kind of <laughs> Thank you. perfect. Thank you. And I agree, and I think that's definitely a direction the show could mm-hmm. have gone. Mm-hmm. And what you asked me last time, and what people have asked and asked and asked, I tweeted before I came on, and I said, so, anything you guys want to know? Let me let me answer this outright. Um, I had multiple, multiple people say, would you ever come back to Teen Wolf? Mm-hmm. Um, either as a flashback, and then somebody went, wait, can you even come back now that Allison's gone? And that brings up a really good point. Of course, mm-hmm. it's Teen Wolf. Anything's possible in, right. this, mm-hmm. in this universe. Mm-hmm. However, um, it's still a business, and it's still show business. And Jill Wagner has a long-time relationship with MTV, mm-hmm. um, going back years and years. She has a, uh, a sex appeal and a youth that... Uh, I, what are you talking about? I could totally I take her in a fight, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but my point is, she she absolutely has, and she's a a wonderful gal, like I said, mm-hmm. and a terrific actress. So, um, Jill coming back when I saw that in the finale, and I didn't know. So, mm-hmm. and there I was sitting in this great theater and surrounded by the cast, and we're watching. We just had this great party. I'm watching, and this the smoke starts, and Derek gets shot in the chest, and it's these boots. And I thought, I know I didn't shoot that scene, but boy, <laughs> I thought that would be me, and I did. Aww. And so I did think that that was the way the show might go, and I think mm-hmm. that's why they left it open with Victoria Argent's death. But mm-hmm. I'll own it now, and I'll claim it now. No, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, I think it's it, it frankly would almost be trite if for Victoria Argent to come back. I mean, mm. Jill just did it, yeah. you know, unless mm. it's to Sad. yeah, unless there's some sort of mirroring or you know there to happen to. Mm. But um, uh, it, it's a very different show, and certainly yeah. not come back as yeah. flashbacks. Cause once I saw Allison's death, it was like. Um, well, I guess <laughs> I won't be getting know. any emails, but you're, you're right. You never know. You never know, especially because, you know, we've seen characters come back again and again. And you could even come back as somebody else. Mm-hmm. You never know. And as long as we still have Chris Argent. That's true. I mean, your whole family hasn't died off yet. <laughs> right. And boy, have there been some threats made online. Like, don't even, Jeff Davis, don't even think about that. Um, but it's funny because several people said, um, what about the missing Chris Argent that he's been missing from, yeah. from yeah, the last couple? Right. right. So and and I got several of those tweets. And what would I what would I say to him? And that is all part of fan of the fanfic that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And um, that and uh, to let you guys know. But so you of course you can go to my Tumblr and see it on Tumblr. It's and just, what's your Tumblr? It's just yeah. my name. I, I go by my name on everything. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't do anonymous. If I my mother taught me that when I was little. She said if you can't put your name on it, then don't write it, don't that's say a, it, that's whatever. Good. Right. Wisdom of mm-hmm. Edie. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Edie's, Edie's wisdom. Edie's wisdom. Edie's wisdom. 
wisdom or Edie's mom's wisdom, really. And I just I had to do it. Oh, my mom, yeah, she talk about alpha mom. And but um, absolutely that. Um, so it's Edie Mays on Tumblr, and that's all you have to do is search that. And I do have that, or YouTube, or whatever, Google, Twitter, you know, all those. It's just Perfect. my name. But um, but in the fanfic that I started, and some other people have picked up. One of my favorites, uh, Simon, and and I think he's. I think it's in Scotland anyway, have added on to some of that fanfic anyway. So they, um, but that fanfic starts with me appearing as the alpha wolf in Allison's room and wow, addressing it with cool. her. And so ultimately the fanfic would have to go to dealing with her death. And I have to say that would not go well for uh, Beacon Hills. And it would be, it, it, and, and I said this live at a convention. Um, somebody asked Posey, and this was another one of the tweets. I did want to answer this. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, and it may be one of your questions, so please stop me if I'm, if I'm no, jumping, okay? Um, why why are people on Teen Wolf not mourning? Why is more M-O-U-R-N, mourning? Mm-hmm. Why, why, there's so many deaths. Mm-hmm. Allison's death. Why is mm-hmm. there not this period of, why are we not seeing this funeral? Somebody just asked me that on Twitter. The answer is, I, the answer I create as Edie Mays, the actor, as Victoria Argent, uh, the character, is because Beacon Hills is in a state of war. Mm-hmm. And in war, there isn't time for that. Uh, wow. Right now, and yeah. so, and and that's the tragedy. But there will right. be, and there will be a lot of uh, fallout from that. Whether it gets seen or not on the air, it's something else entirely. But never guess for a second that these people aren't affected by this. Right. So there's my answer. That's that. a good point. I'm totally gonna go check out your fan fiction. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'm excited to read that. Yeah, bring a tissue. I've been told that oh. it's, it's, it's a little bit of a tear. Hey, that's but, great. Okay. If you can pull emotions out of us, mm-hmm. we love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I genuinely like your opinion. So yeah, yeah, and anybody's welcome to hit the ask button, and I owe several people some replies, and I'll I'll do that this uh, this week. Awesome. Yep. Well, thanks for telling us about that. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode now. <laughs> oh, yes. So we try. have young Derek, mm-hmm. played by Ian Nelson Gosh, here. he's wonderful. That was a question somebody had for me. What did a wonderful actor. Him? I did not. Oh, not okay. at all. He really captured Derek's mm-hmm. essence in a weird way. His movements, his head movements, his eye movements, everything. It was incredible. Please see if he'll come on this show. He would I'm be so to. wonderful to speak with. Yes. And 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 we met him at a... Um, at, at the show party uh, at correct, Jeff's. Correct. Mm-hmm. And just um, a, a really um, articulate, pleasant young person. Just mm-hmm. refreshing, yeah. refreshing guy. And I think that he would be delightful. And even just watching his Twitter feed and, and there's a side of me that's like, oh... Oh, you're so nice, and look Aww. out. Be, be careful Aww. out there. And be, Watch out, Ian. It's a, you know, not the bad Ian, the good Ian, the little Ian. But he, gosh, he's doing it. You're exactly right. He's captured. Mm-hmm. And I'd be mm-hmm. fascinated to know if, when you have him here, if, hopefully you will, um, is did he study? Yes. Did he look at it? Did he um, examine that's a, it? Or that's a Tyler, great question. Did Tyler ever, like, spend some time with it? I'm sure he had to. I'm sure they right. had to spend some time mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But what's great about this shot is we have Peter coming in and sort of saying, you know, oh, all this because you wanted to play in a basketball game. And that kind of parallels, you know, when Derek was looking over Scott's shoulder mm-hmm. and telling him, you know, you can't play lacrosse. That's right. You a can't control of, it. A That's lot right. of a lot of connections to season one in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the nostalgia of mm-hmm. this of this season, the way it's going. It seems like it's bringing a lot of stuff back from the past, which we'll get into more of those yes. later. <laughs> I actually got to watch it with June last night. Uh-huh. And oh, you guys she, watched se- went back to season one, you were telling me, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was really fun. So we got to just reminisce about old times in Teen uh-huh. Wolf and Beacon uh-huh. Hills. 
But so it was nice to get those parallels. And, you know, we get that they don't really know what to do with Derek. They don't know what this is. They take him to Deaton, and Deaton's like, I think this is, you know, above my pay grade. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know what Well, because he doesn't do. remember them. And that's mm-hmm. the trouble. They expected right. him to remember. And if he doesn't, and what does this scratch for Deaton mean? Ruh-ro, Shaggy. That's, you know? that's a good yeah. point. I was thinking yeah. about that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because it seems like he has, like, he always has, you know, the mountain ash protecting him. No one actually ever gets in. So who knows what will come of that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But was he necessarily expecting that because he thought it was Derek? He knew it was Derek and he figured right. Derek would remember him. So who knows what mm-hmm. that will mean? And what did you guys mm-hmm. think about the fact that whenever Deaton tried to cut him, it healed right away? I mean, obviously, Deaton was sort of expecting that or he mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And is that possibly because whatever happens to young Derek, like, he's protected because, obviously, in real life, he's lived on to be this older Derek. So is there sort of, like, a protective spell on him Mm -hmm. that, you know, he can't die now because he goes on later? It's it's interesting. What do you think? Well, oh, my God, that's so above and beyond what I was thinking. I was just thinking. (laughs) Okay, I'll save you on that one. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you you under the bus for that. Um, I think that Deaton was experimenting. He Mm -hmm. had an idea. I think this is, keep holding his hand, let me see. Yep, he is. He's healing too quickly. And that was trouble. That was a bad thing Mm -hmm. Um, from what I saw. And then I also, and then so they were checking, he was checking out other things. Well, let's look at this. Come over here and grab that. You grab that bigger syringe and the bigger needle and thing, and so um, I think. Um, what? Go, go, go! Say. Oh my gosh! Say. What it. if because they had to push him back into younger Derek, now he's gonna age super quickly. Uh huh. See, and so it's like I don't know. It's like, like it's like, like Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Exactly. And he shrinks, and now he's this little tiny werewolf. It's like a werewolf puppy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I don't think they'd go that storyline because a lot of people were even sort of mad that they they didn't understand why he was like young, and they were afraid this was going to go on a, a bunch of episodes, and it didn't. It only went on as you know, far as we one know. Episode. Who knows? Everybody but, wants that's a good point. As far as we know, is it going to waver back and forth? It is could. that what the cut was about? Was that to see? Mm-hmm. Wait, his body is changing. There's something. Thing that has affected him because he mm-hmm. wasn't in, in the freaky tomb. Yeah, thing. you know what? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I hope that he becomes something else. Hmm. I, I want changing. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's changing. We got where jaguars now. I don't really want him to be <laughs> a, a wolf anymore. I kind of hmm. want him to change into something oh, else. What did the golden eyes mean? That's the thing. I don't. I'm, well, of course, blue eyes mean you've taken the life of an, an innocent, innocent, and yellow eyes mm-hmm. mean you don't. So now is he? Has oh. progressing back. Is he now an innocent because of where he came from? Wow. Exactly. So that's the only... So before right. he ever hurt Paige, he, they went back all the way to the... Right, which yeah. makes him very young when he was kissed. <coughs> just saying. <laughs> and, uh, right, I also just want to throw out that, really, as I was plunging the knife into my chest, <laughs> my eyes were yellow, not blue. Just saying, never took the life of an innocent. Yes. Just throwing that that's out there. That's good to know. Okay, yeah. good, good. Just throwing yeah, that out there. Okay, that's okay. true. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what this means for Derek. I'm worried for him, but let's continue on Are you in the for episode. I have a question for you, though. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. See, I do this every time. That's kind of rude. Do it. Rude? Go for okay, it. No, I, do. I, I love it. Like a guest Nobody here. really asked me questions. Uh, really? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so what if it means that Derek. Um, and Ian takes becomes now the Derek, and Hecklin takes a lesser role. What what happens then? I mean, what happens to Teen Wolf? Would he, would you like that? Would you like to see that happen? What if he does mm. regress? What if he goes back and forth a little bit? You know, he's old Derek and he's young Derek, and that's the str- you know the physical struggle. Mm-hmm. And then, but then he stays young Derek and has to regrow up. 
What, what happened? I would personally hate that because this is Teen Wolf and I watch it because I love all the creatures and the monsters that attack Beacon Hills. So it's like, I liked what they did last season with the whole, you know, it was much darker. It was kind of in your head kind of thriller type mm-hmm. of psychological game. Interesting. But I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like really? with his age... I liked it. I loved uh-huh. it. But it's like I w- I'm really excited for this new adventure this season. Okay. So you've now you've just switched genres or you've said the show switched genres and you like it. So you're mm-hmm. saying that last season and I agree with you frankly that last season it was more of a thriller mm-hmm. and um and more of a psychological thriller, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that this season, on season four, it's more of an action adventure. I gotta say, there were elements of uh, the Goonies, <laughs> Power <laughs> Rangers, um, like Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes, yeah, ex- ex- a lot of that. Oh, the tomb. Shh. Thing, I think that you know? could work mm-hmm. with Derek mm-hmm. going back and forth from young Derek and old Derek. and But like you said, it is show business. And I know a lot of people are like, no, we want Tyler... We love little Derek, mm-hmm, but we mm-hmm. want Tyler. I mean, he's mm-hmm. look at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it might be interesting mm-hmm. if, like, every time he gets angry, he turns into like Tyler Derek, right. and then when he simmers down, he he's, becomes. That's not a bad idea. We should tweet somebody that idea. We should, <laughs> we should text well, that. you guys tweet that. I'm going to okay. continue on with the episode. Okay. So you know, Derek. Obviously, young Derek goes back to what his den was. He goes back mm-hmm. to his family's house. The cops pick him up because obviously he's not allowed to be in this area. He doesn't understand where his family at. What is up or what's with that going cop? on? Mm-hmm. Parish? Mm-hmm. No, the, no, the, the other, other cop. The other cop. Mm-hmm. What an a hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, um, well, I think I don't he was, know. He said it actually. Right. The whole thing last night when he called when he called young Derek that. So yeah, yeah. I it, think it, he was, was taking really on a stereotypical mm-hmm. role opposite huh. of Parish. Uh-huh. Right. You have to have that conflict on screen. So. Okay. Needed. Okay, Needed. I guess. Okay. I guess maybe. I'm with you. Every yes, good sir. guy needs an yeah. enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, continuing on. So, we get, you know, young Derek's there, and then we finally get Sheriff Stalinsky back, who mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. love. I think mm-hmm. everyone was mm-hmm. excited to see him. Yeah. And then in runs Styles and uh-huh. Scott uh-huh. because they're realizing this is Derek Hale somehow, this young Derek. And I love Stalinsky's like, if you guys are time traveling, <laughs> yeah. I'm done. And I'm this done. is yes, it. Yes. Where, where, <laughs> yeah. where he went from. I quit. You know, he had no clue what was happening for so long and now he's in the mindset of anything could possibly be happening mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun we were camping <laughs> in mexico, in mexico. Yeah, what did you guys yeah. think about the Eichenhaus bills that were on the table june you brought this up yes. last night yeah mm-hmm. well i mean mm-hmm. t- please excuse me if i'm totally blanking but i don't remember styles getting released mm-hmm. or there being any talk about that so like I don't know how he caught, came out. Right. I don't know how Malia got out. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, everybody was just out. Well, and they admitted themselves to yeah. the hospital, and those hospitals are pretty expensive. That's true. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Sheriff, they were on Sheriff Zelensky's desk. Mm-hmm. It was a second notice. He's not paying them. Mm-hmm. Do you so think something's going to happen. Do you mm-hmm. think it was a bill? I well, mean, it what did else say do you guys final say? Notice, yeah. yeah, and it was like stamped in red. I've yeah. never seen those myself at my <laughs> house ever. <laughs> but yeah, but actually, you know, but I thought it was interesting. It was an interesting little touch that he pulled it down yeah. and why would they take that moment of screen time which is yes. limited and moves right. so quickly to show that exactly it was a little a nice little nod to what was and what has not been explained mm-hmm, right. and I think frankly some of the frustration at least for me as a fan and I'm definitely a teen wolfie and I think for other fans too from what I was reading online it's it's frustrating not what happened? What? Uh, okay, well, right, and trying to play catch up for some of this, and right. it was uh, it was right. sort of thrown into the deep end mm-hmm. in season four. 
for sure. I definitely think that's going to come into play mm-hmm. into who this season's mm-hmm. enemy is that's coming in, oh. the villain for the second part. Um, but continuing on with the episode, then, you know, Scott ends up lying to young Derek to kind of save him that unnecessary pain at this time because when they do get his memories back, he'll find out, he'll remember what happened to his family. So did you guys agree with that? Because we never see Scott lie. So yeah. what do you guys think about, I mean, Scott even said, I didn't feel right about doing that, so I was just like, he did the right thing. How did you guys feel? Well, a lot of, like, moral ambiguity in this season so far. Mm-hmm. Um that's More ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that there was no mention of the fantastic line there afterwards uh, when Scott said, um, uh, you know, something about, um, I think I can say it. They said it on Teen Wolf, and he said, he said, you know, I really, you know, I'm, you know, put my ass on the line, and Styles said, your ass is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, really, on this show, nobody's going to acknowledge that Styles just said to, to, to Scott God. that your ass is fine. That's I was, true. You, slackers. I know. Teen Wolf I was slackers. Thinking <laughs> that. I was uh-huh, thinking uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was a very haha funny one. It was. You don't really see a lot of like Scott and Styles kind of. Love, like that. Well, I Nowadays. think we're going to. You again this haven't season. been on Tumblr enough. It's definitely. It's Is that def- a thing? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think yes. especially yes. now yes. it's going to be. Yes. Okay, so let's move on to Scott's dad being back. I mm-hmm. hated the line. That's my. That's my very quick answer. And Derek. <laughs> Derek would have known. He would have known. Scott even said he would have known. He said he, he would have picked up the higher heart rate. And I was pissed that he, um, when he said, "Oh, I lied to him," and I, and I thought, right. And so, how come? Did Derek know that you lied? Because his heart rate should have been. Well, you could tell he was an alpha, and he was. He said it was really hard to lie, so he knew his heart rate. Was, he yeah. had to control it, so mm-hmm. it looked like as an alpha, he was taking a little bit of control. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. But do you guys think moving back to what we were talking about, Scott's dad being back, looks like he's helping fixing up the house. There's a long list of things that need fixed because there wasn't a man around to do it. You know, do you <laughs> do you think that Scott's dad is really back to heal that relationship with his son? How do you guys feel about him being back? Mm. Um, I personally really like that actor, and um, and I'm glad he's there. Uh, I think it will provide an interesting conflict with what I think we all want to see is Delinsky with Melissa McCall. Right. So I oh, think that will, and right. and that so that should be some fun. I'm glad he's there. I. Uh, Again, this show is about the kids, though, but mm-hmm. parents are, or the absence of parents are an important part in a young person's development. So mm-hmm, I love that he was there. I did think it was a little trite that it was, um, oh, there were some things around the house that needed to be fixed, and, like, there's the toolbox in the middle of the empty <laughs> dining room or whatever. Yeah, it's like, like no, what is on, he Melissa's doing? fine. She's yeah, fixing the house. That kind of sounded like an excuse mm-hmm. for something yeah. else he was doing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe. We'll see mm-hmm. where that goes. Right. Um, he could be a villain. We never know. He's, he kind of came back out of nowhere. He wasn't there, you know, to That's ever help true. Scott. So we don't know what his motives are. Sometimes there are villains in the real world. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, That's, That's a, great a great point. point. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a villain mm-hmm. from the real world come into play mm-hmm. who doesn't have powers. That would mm-hmm. be nice in mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. So then we get my favorite scene where Styles brings young Derek over to Scott's house while Scott goes to talk to Peter. Yes, and, you know. Cousin Miguel. Yes, yes. 
do you guys want yeah. to talk about yeah. that? Yeah. How it's yeah. a throwback. Yeah. You know, totally. that was a great scene. Uh-huh. Um, Scott's dad is there, offers to eat with them. And then we have that back and forth, which every, it's Derek. You know, everyone loves Styles and Derek together. And it was great that we got to see even the young Derek have that kind of like we don't agree on anything mm-hmm. kind of like back and <laughs> right. forth that we right. love with right. the older Derek. Right. And we do the cousin Miguel yes. from which from, again it was season one and um, do you remember mm-hmm. the scene Danny was in Styles' uh, room right. they're trying to crack down the phone trying to figure out who sent the text I believe and you know Tyler, Derek is in the background just like sitting with like a blood stain on his shirt and Stiles is like, hey, uh, why don't you change your shirt? You got some blood uh-huh, on uh-huh. And then like he takes it off, of course, and we see the abs uh-huh, and like uh-huh. Danny's like, uh, hello. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, explain that. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah. his explanation he's like, this is, is too, uh-huh. this is too tight. Uh-huh. And then like, you see his muscles. Mm-hmm. Well, and it seemed like, it seemed like the clothes that the young Derek was wearing seemed really similar to the outfit that he was that Styles was telling him to put on that time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which mm-hmm. it and yeah, it might have been a good wardrobe choice just to remind yeah. us of that, to, yeah. to have it be a nice mm-hmm. recurrence. But it was a funny bit, for <laughs> sure. So Before we go on with Kate um, take, kidnapping a young Derek mm-hmm. and the way she goes about that, I want to talk mm-hmm. about Maria Menounos' new book that's out, The mm-hmm. Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. It's on Amazon right now. I have to ask, first yes. of all, because she... Talk about abs, right? And then I what, know, a, what a lovely right? segue. Good job. Here's <laughs> the thing. Please tell me you talk about that on every After Buzz and not just on the one I'm on because all of a sudden I'm like... No, I'm oh all set. Is this a I fat joke? Are you what are you, are you trying to tell me something? No, no way. We we've been she just released the book, okay. so we want to tell everybody. Here? Of course. It's an amazing book. Can, I read I her I first book, read. Every Girl's yes. Guide to Life. And, and, and we were just saying this too when we saw mm-hmm. that was her beforehand and after. Yeah, she lost forty pounds. I mean yeah, you, and, and she and the thing is is she's got this she looks like she has a like a like people pay f- to look that beautiful, mm-hmm. but she, it absolutely looks like natural beauty. And oh, she, really she does. Is a lo- yeah, yeah, and, yeah. She really and, is and a this is how she too. did it. So mm-hmm. you know, if you guys are struggling uh-huh. with losing weight, which not you, we all are. We all struggle to lose look, wait, wait, weight go, go, and to oh, maintain that's it. it. That's the one I want. Look, there are recipes and all kinds of stuff in there. Can I just show this one page? Go for it. First of all, it's the the badass. Workout, okay. That's the bad, oh, badass bedside, but like that's the badass workout. That would be the one for me. But yes, to get a badass. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? a, yeah, I know. I'm just an ass at all. <laughs> yes, I, I do have that issue. Okay, I want to remind you, you guys you. that don't Thank forget you can support AfterBuzz by downloading, rating, and comment on YouTube and iTunes. And mm-hmm. June, did you have a few of their comments that you wanted to read? You guys can also call into the show. It's four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. Wait, say that again. I didn't know that because I did ask people to. I forgot. Oof, I forgot the number. So say the number again. Yes, you guys can call in right now. Phil's in the booth. He'll take your calls. It's 424. Not you, Ron. 256. 424 256. 1729. 1729. Okay. I was thinking. It's probably at the bottom of the screen. Oh, is it right now? Did you do that? Phil probably added it there for you guys. Yeah, you guys can always tweet at us with questions. Tweet at me. Tweet with me. Yeah. You can try and tweet at me, but you might not survive that very long. I want to talk about Malia. Breaking in Styles' bedroom to spoon him every night. Okay, and not that's just spoon hilarious. Him. But yeah, go ahead, not say it. Not just spoon him. There's something else going on because he was showing Scott 
the scratch marks on his back, I'm sure, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not the part I was talking about. Okay. Well, the fact that right, he's the baby spoon. He's the little spoon. Of course he is. What do you guys think about this relationship? It kind of seems like I'm not sure how much he's really... Of course I know he cares about her, but she is kind of pushed this relationship on him I feel like she's really taking control she's the one breaking in the bedroom it's not that he doesn't like it I'm sure but it's nice that someone kind of sees Styles the way we do and she has just this immediate love for him right well I think I think she she sees him as a part of his pack you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just a sexual or a sensual thing I feel like she feels like he's family and that she, she has to protect him like she's yeah. willing to leave behind everybody else that was awesome too. Yeah. I would I'd never leave you, Styles. Yeah. <laughs> I'd totally yeah. leave them. But I would never leave <laughs> would you. Never and then, you. you know, Holland's like Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was good. There's right. an innocence yes. there. Well, and so and I don't and innocence might not be exactly the right word, right word but 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 you're getting to it that it is that there's a um uh, there are no rules. There, she has had mm-hmm. no social mores. She's yes. had Kristen none of them. Yes, she's and a that's wild a, child. She, I'm a wild child, yes, and so it, I love absolutely. when they do that. Yes, yes, I think that we've done way too much surgery on our landscape, and we just need to get back to you know the origins of where we come from, yeah. and not yes. you know, put, and no excuses. Yeah, and yeah. not put it like eating stuff that's been created basically like plastic out of all these manufacturers. I mean, I it's brought like, you cookies. By the way, sorry about that. But you made them with all organic ingredients. <laughs> right. I'm sure. Totally organic butter. I milked the cow myself. No, actually, we'll just turn over the bread. I saw that cover Time magazine. No, was a, butter is good. good. And Thank you. I mean, I digress. Okay. I'm sure but that's a organic chapter here. Too. Well, yes, organic is always yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. But we people, I'm just going to say, we have been lied to. We yeah. have been lied to. It truly is the cover of Time magazine. Yes, yes. And like, if anybody's interested, please tweet me because I will tell you guys the truth. That is oh. not. Well, I'll bad. tell you the truth too, but that it won't be about butter. Bad. Anyway, <laughs> no, it, butter yes, is yes. Good. no, no, butter I agree with you. Good. Here, to well, butter. Okay, to the butter. thing to I butter. like. Okay, great butter. guys, okay, butter. You, you yes. drink for me. Um, so Malia, she, mm-hmm. you know, she's asked by Mister Yukamura. He's back. That's nice to see him again. Awesome. With a good haircut, by the way. I, really I loved his haircut. His haircut. Mm-hmm. It was what mm-hmm. the undercut, the hipster right. cut. I think that's what it's called. I love that. Oh, we've got somebody who's playing here as well. Ron's in the studio with me, and he's he's sort of has that haircut. I so love I that haircut. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. it makes any guy gorgeous. So, Well, it doesn't hurt to look like Ronald. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh so my they God, asked, he's red. It's awesome. He's red. <laughs> they asked Thank Malia, you know, a, a president question. And she's right. been raising the wood. She doesn't know she doesn't history. Know. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and it turns out everybody else in the room knows. So right. I didn't like that. Right. I felt that bad for sad. her. And she's like an animal with oh, the markers wait, in her wait. mouth and everything. <laughs> That's so. Cute. She's like trying. Yeah. To, yeah. I, but have you been there? I have totally been I there totally to the point there. of tears, where it's like I feel like I should know yeah. this and I don't, and I've absolutely been there, and that's one of the reasons why she is my favorite. You right. know, or one of my favorites for sure. She's my she's, favorite new character. She's caught a lot of hate online too, and yeah. that makes really? sense. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Stidia. Yeah. That's where all. Uh, well, yeah, uh, and because um, oh, is she meant to be? Is are they just throwing her at us? Uh, you know, to replace. Allison and nobody can replace Allison. No, no that's yeah. not what it is. Nobody and can yeah, at all. Allison. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so then we get Scott going to talk to Peter, and Malia kind of takes the role of Peter, and she says, "No, you're not going to do this alone. Like mm-hmm. you could handle it, but mm-hmm. you could handle it better with me," which is something her father would say. Mm-hmm. Now we get this whole scene wait, where wait, wait, wait. go back to that because that keeps getting forgotten. I think that mm-hmm. who would say 
Peter, her father. Her father. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that her father. So that right. may be part of why she's kind of uncouth and, uh, you know, why she's a bit mm-hmm. of a, no, I'm going to do it my way. And because her father is also a psychopath. Let's not what forget is, that. What do you guys think is going to happen when she finds out that this is her father? Because she kind of acknowledges that and sees him as, you know, this psychopathic killer. Mm-hmm. She acknowledges that in this scene. She mm-hmm. says, I got my eyes from my mother. She's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. talking about her father at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to happen when she finds out that, you know, Peter's her father? And vice versa, for Peter, is he going to be a good father to her? I think she's going to try to kick his ass. Thank you. Thank you. I think so, too. And if she yeah. doesn't, I need, I'll tweet her and tell her to. And then, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. And, I, and I think that a lot of young people can relate to that, too, because there are lots of us. I had one. I had an absentee parent. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, come meet me. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about why this worked out like it did. Right. You know, and and that's part of why I felt um, as strongly as I did about about the role of Victoria Argent. Um, so no, I hope that Malia says just because you may biologically have, yeah. that's where it ends, and mm-hmm. it's time to pay. I don't care, you know, what your last name is or what mm-hmm. genetic bond we may have. It's time to pay. I you know it's going to so. be. An, oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I just think that they would be, you know, an awesome team though. After they do figure out their mm-hmm. differences. Like, what a great father-daughter relationship that could be. Because we don't have Allison with Argent anymore. So I feel like we we too loved soon, that. Soon. Is yeah. it too soon? <laughs> what, I, what I was going to say is that, you know, I think it eventually will happen. I think mm-hmm. th- this is going to be one of those things where it's a very supernatural couple. Mm-hmm. A were-coyote daughter and a werewolf alpha used to be psychopathic father. Mm-hmm. Still po- psychopathic. Still but okay. psychopathic. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to butt mm-hmm. heads, get angry at each mm-hmm. other. Right. Get, you know, scream, yell, and fight. And then they're probably going to start rebuilding their relationship slowly but surely. Listen, if I don't see a redemption story out of out of Peter Hale, right. then no. Then uh-uh. Then she needs to keep her distance, stay mm-hmm. safe, um, be her own person, and kiss all that goodbye as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. I think but we absolutely re- will see a redemption. I mean, a child will change mm-hmm. any man, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um, and not always for the better, but there you go. Yes. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I have hope for Peter it, it's a, and It's Malia. a serious storyline, though. It you know? is and very I, And I serious. think that's part of what makes Teen mm-hmm. Wolf excellent is yes. the humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your ass is nice. They'll be fine or whatever it is that style says or when he says but i'm always the little spoon you know that humor yeah, and that yeah. those little bits of joy or the mystery or the adventure that you said and and the intelligence of it um but also the depth and mm-hmm. i think that's what what hooks us as wolfies you know it's why you keep four seasons later doing this show you Definitely. know and it's why you're still sitting here it's why i love mm-hmm. coming in and it's that's uh, what makes team wolf great i also think that's why it's a little sad that malia is getting a lot of backlash because in mm-hmm. real life when people leave new people come in and that's part of life you know yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not fair for the new person in the group yeah you know? don't make it personal gang not don't make this personal online yeah because it's not it's it's still a business and sh- and that gal is she's doing a terrific job she's, she in this really business. is she's yeah. a gorgeous yeah. great actress mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wrap up the episode real quick so we can get oh. to our interview Ooh. with you. What? Oh, sweet! <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, good. Right, I may have some other. So, okay, go ahead. So we have, you know, um, Peter then saying, you know, we gotta go find Derek, and then mm. on their way they run into the berserkers. Now it, we can assume that Kate brought these berserkers with, and. I kind of saw Peter being a good father here because he did say he did grab Malia when she tried to attack them mm-hmm. and she he was like no we don't attack them we run and so you know he did kind of save her in that moment. Okay, but so is that because do do we know that um 
uh, Jill, what's her name, that Kate brought the berserkers? Or did Peter have something to do with that? Is That's he the point. reason? Oh. Is he the reason why he said, no, no, don't attack them? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe he has something else planned. I don't wow. know. Could be. So, he mm-hmm. stole the money? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I mean, there was somebody else, you know, no, we no, saw no, their shoes. Like, do you think, like, he set it up? I don't think so. He genuinely mm. looked upset. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, $117 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd look a little bit more than upset. Yeah, exactly. But I also wouldn't have that kind of money. What are you doing like, with that in the vault? Yeah, let me just here, let me just stash this under here. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. why isn't there a lock mm-hmm. on the freaking mm-hmm. safe? Agreed. Well, I think that, you know, there obviously was. Nobody was supposed to know where it is. But let's get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, we saw Kate kidnap young Derek, and she obviously wanted him to take her to the vault, so that's why she turned him young, so that she he would trust her and take her to the the Hale vault, where no one's supposed to go unless you're a family member. So they get down there, and she wants the Triskelade symbol that he focused on that helped him turn into, or turn when he was younger, but we find out from Peter when he, Peter runs in that, you know, this is something made from China. It, he was just using it as like training wheels as a talisman, for Derek. right? Well, right. And, which is what we've seen all along. That what it, who, whenever anyone becomes a were creature, um, mm-hmm. but it was what we've seen typically a werewolf. Um, they need something. They need a talisman. They need, or in Scott's case, it was always Allison, mm-hmm. and, which has disappointed me a little bit to see how does he control his turning mm-hmm. if it's not Allison anymore. And that wasn't that I didn't see that through line. Oops, excuse me. Sorry about that. That mm. they we didn't see that as much. That's a very interesting point. Mm-hmm. But we, so, but that's what Peter used. You're exactly right mm-hmm. to teach Derek. Then you know, okay, no, here, focus on here. Hold this. This is your. And I had a friend do that to me once. And, and this was like when I was a teenager, and she set me up on a blind date with some guy, and I didn't want to go. And she and I was so sick to my stomach, and she was so cute and pretty and popular. And she was like, um, "Here!" And she literally handed me like a like a bead from the bottom of a flower pot, and she said, "Hold this; it'll keep you from being nervous and being sick." And I and I held that thing like it was a lifeline. <laughs> it became a you know? part of you, yes, exactly. <laughs> and it was and it wasn't; it was all psychosomatic. So it was yeah. interesting that that thing then. Everybody now, like for real, Teen Wolfies have actually gotten tattooed on them. It was oh, wow. actually just something made wow. up. It was right. like, yeah, yeah. We actually but... have a caller on the line. Oh, good. Yay. Yay. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, guys. This is Josh from Pyrrhic Pines. Hi, Josh. Did you have a question for Edie? Yes. Um, hey, Edie. How are you doing today? I'm <laughs> awesome, Josh. I didn't hear where you're from, though. Say it again. Um, I'm from Primer Pines, Florida. Oh, nice. Thanks for calling, Josh. What's your question? No. Um, I just wanted to know, you seem like a major fan of the show. Like, I, mm-hmm. It's always interesting because you can always tell by just the way you speak of it and like mm-hmm. just how like mm-hmm. interested and invested you are, and that's pretty cool. Um, the last time you were on set, what was like the funniest thing that uh, happened? Huh. Um, I'm going to think about that because it's a great question. And it feels like a lifetime ago. And frankly, the way it ended wasn't a whole lot funny. Um, <laughs> you know, the whole. But, but Josh, so what was the, the funniest thing that happened? Um, uh, I will say it was, you know how when things are really, really sad and heavy mm-hmm. and then. It, like in the middle of something that feels really tragic and like, ugh, ugh. and then somebody, something happens and, and then it, the, everybody just laughs, this contagious mm-hmm. laughter. Mm-hmm. A moment like that happened 
literally in this shot when when uh, the director of photography such a great great dude too Dave Cap so they're shooting shooting me at like the the camera is cutting coming into me as I'm as Chris Argent is helping me plunge as Jared's helping me plunge this knife mm-hmm. into my chest and it had been this really intense moment it was the first scene that we'd shot of the day and um Boy, everybody on set, every single cast member and crew member, including Crystal, who I didn't actually see that day, but who left me flowers. It was just this really, really powerful day. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, But everybody was just given all of their energy and all of their importance. And... um, and so we did this thing, and then and 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 there's this moment, and real tears came to me, and uh, you know, and living and spinning that real moment, mm-hmm. and it was a very powerful thing. It still gets me to think about it because, folks, just from as an actor, it was mm-hmm. really, really meaningful to me that everybody worked so hard for that moment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it was I knew it marked the end of of an important my important tenure on that show, but um, and it was they. The it, the director finally said, Tim finally said, cut. He almost didn't want to say cut, which is also kind of ironic if you think about it. <laughs> um, but, um, and there was just utter silence and nobody said anything. And I just sat up and there were the tears and thing. And, and it was just this stillness. Mm. And then the DP said, I got the tear. I got the tear. We even got the tear. And it was just, for whatever reason, it was not that funny. But at the time, it was just no, that no, funny. No, it was I just know. like, it I was just it. like, yes. It reminded us that it was still a business. Right. And he was so pleased that his job mm-hmm. had right. worked well. Right. You know, and, and we thought, yes, we'll, we'll do honor to the show. So, I don't know. It's a long-winded answer, Josh. But I hope that that answers your question. It's, it's mostly a business. And, and Posey said this the other day when we were at, uh, wherever it was, we were at a con. And he said this, there aren't a lot of pranks that go on. There aren't, um, it's, it's, it's right. still a business and it's, mm-hmm. we still got to work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, well, Josh, thank you so much for calling thanks. in. We love hearing thank from you. you. You guys, yeah. don't thanks. forget at home, you can call in and join the conversation yep. every week with us That's on right. Tuesdays. Um, continuing on to the rest of the episode. So Peter got robbed, $117 million. Who do we think did it? Mm-hmm. Was it the Mexican hunters or Raya and her crew? I don't think so because she said she wasn't going to cross the border, you know, until Scott took an innocent. So I don't think it's her. I think it's whoever the new villain's going to be, and I think it might be someone from Eichenhaus. Hmm. What do you guys think? Who robbed Peter? You want to go first? You want me to go first? (laughs) Okay. Um, So several people tweeted me tonight, thank you for your tweets, and said, um, are you the benefactor? And and, uh, please tell me that was you wearing those very manly boots and (laughs) I won't spoil anything in the show. And would I, and other people said, would you come back to Team Wolf? Yes, Sure. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, however, do I think that it was... Uh, now, also, people ask me, um, who, who is the benefactor? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that. I mean, I'm not going to say whether I know or don't know, and I certainly am not going to say wh- who that person is. However, um, that, <laughs> that that that's what I think is going on. I think, um, could it be Victoria Argent? Sure. Could it be Gerard Argent? Sure. It mm-hmm. could be a lot of different mm-hmm. people. We haven't seen the last of him yet either. So it uh, could be a lot of people. But right. there's some fun stuff getting and, ready to happen. And there. Chris Argent, he has been gone. And, you know, he, we saw him lose his wife. We saw him lose his daughter. 
that would that's enough to drive someone crazy, you know. And or is, not crazy, or make him keenly focused and be like, yeah, okay, and he is Peter. a hunter. Yes, yeah. Let me go take what's important to you now, I'm right? Gonna, and we never yeah. have known exactly what Peter's motives are, except for the fact that he wants everything, he wants power. So you know, maybe Chris knows something we don't, and mm-hmm. he saw the right time. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you guys really quick before we get into your interview. Was Kate really just in it for the Triscolade, you know, thing to focus on to help her, like, change? Or was she in it because she knew about this money? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a great, great, (laughs) I think it's a great question. I think, gosh, I don't know. I almost feel like maybe, like, to me, old, like, that, that amount of, like, old money always kind of reminds me of vampires for some reason. <laughs> so you think there's a vampire? I don't know. Maybe there's like... Yeah, <laughs> may, maybe there's something else. Uh, I do not think she... Uh, I don't think you can ever, with any any person that is that clinically insane mm-hmm. and disturbed and a psychopath, uh, have a motivation. Uh, I think we always try to. We always try and think of the wise, and the wise kind of don't matter. But I absolutely think that power and money are mm-hmm. what um, empty people believe is important in life, that's so true. and it's just not. That's so and true. that's what I think she believed was imp- important. And so I don't think it had anything to do with her trying to control the change. I don't think she has any interest in that whatsoever. Um, you think it was wow. the money? She oh, knew about the money. Absolutely, because it would get her more power. And I think that it's, I think people whose motivating force is power, I think they are uh, psychopaths, yeah. I agree. I just want to say I agree with you. <laughs> I'm just jumping on that. Thanks. There you go. Thank you. Here, cheers. I concur. Cheers. Thank you. So <laughs> before we roll into predictions, I want to ask you, Edie, a few questions. I love um, it. Thank, thank you. you for coming on. My of course. pleasure. Always. Uh, so you know, a lot of people come to LA, you know, to get their first big break. Could you kind of talk about what your first big break was, and maybe mm. some advice that you would give to them? Right. Uh, I absolutely will. Um, and I also mentioned this on Twitter. Um, on Tumblr, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, because I have had a, a handful of people ask me about that, and lots and lots of people want to be in this business. Mm-hmm. Being an actor is awesome, as you guys know. It's mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful, mm-hmm. all aspects of it. It's also extremely painful. And if you can do anything else, and if there's anything else that would make you happy, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's not, then do this and mm-hmm. be okay at some point in your life eating nothing but ramen noodles and mac and cheese and knowing that there will be sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And um, But the, that's true with anything. If you want kids, that's you got to sacrifice true. for that. Mm-hmm. You know, your figure, your time, your whatever. Um, but so that being said, um, I've known since um, I was a very, very little girl, since I was uh, about 11 years old, that I wanted to be in this business. I wanted to be part of making an impact and affecting people the same way I was when I watched shows like this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm the Team Wolfie I am uh, right. at you know my age, why I love mm-hmm. this show and why I respect it so much uh, and have for so long because of the impact it has on everybody, including me, uh, and the things it makes us think and makes us feel and the m- way it makes us shift our perspective on reality. I wanted to be part of that. Um, I started, I grew up in New York and I moved, uh, I went to college. So the first thing that I would say is going <laughs> to sound very different from what most grown-ups will tell you. And for me, uh, and what I would say, if you have to be an actor, if you have to be in this business, mm-hmm. don't go to college full-time right out of the box. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a business of youth. Mm-hmm. I, 
I mm-hmm. went to the I went to the university, and frankly, I wish that I just slowly taken classes and started working sooner. I started in radio and television, this kind of thing, and I love mm-hmm. it. Granted, but um, I absolutely wouldn't have spent dedicated the four straight years getting an education. You can't be a successful actor, I don't think, without being educated. Well, you can. Unfortunately, and there are too many of those. But, <laughs> Is this what you studied, mm-hmm. radio and television in college? Absolutely not. I studied history. And, <laughs> um, and But because I wanted to be informed. And I think if you don't know history, mm-hmm. then the tragedies of history will repeat themselves. Yes. And so it behooves us to know our history. Mm-hmm. So, But also to be able to be articulate mm-hmm. and express yourself. So all those things, history, English, and uh, just having a college degree was important to me, but it didn't mm-hmm. have to happen all at once. Yes. So And be in a local market, get experience there, and then get out. Get out as soon as possible. I stayed for a really long time, but for other reasons, mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta for a long time. And it uh, it marked me. It scarred me. And there were a lot of people in this business, um, <clears throat> even as it relates to this show, that made judgments about me because I started really in uh, acting pretty prominently in Atlanta. Wow. And, oh, huge prejudice. Wow, but, really? Yes, we'll take this off. Let's, we'll, let's talk prejudice okay. in just a second. I <laughs> okay. bet you and I can swap yes. some stories, believe it or not. <laughs> but a huge prejudice because, and now that I'm a Los Angeles local, and I've literally had to say, you want to see my, my California driver's license now? <laughs> you know, you want, right. come on over to my house. Or you want to ride around in my car? Mm. I mean, to prove myself has been a little annoying at my age. But that's wow. the fact of the matter. That's really because, unfortunate. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Thank you. And I appreciate that because the big decisions all still get made here, mm-hmm. casting-wise, even mm-hmm. though stuff is being shot tragically, all uh, you know, everywhere, everywhere else. Yeah, especially but because of the economy That's now. exactly right. So basically exactly get right. to L.A. as soon get as to, possible. Get mm-hmm. to L.A. and be, yes, but be prepared to do that. Mm-hmm. Have a real, mm-hmm. have some experience. Mm-hmm. Be ready to live on not much and be smart. Yeah. That's great advice. Um, one more question. What are you are you working on a project now? What's like a dream project you would like to do in the future? Uh-huh. A dream project for me, and it would be great if Jeff would just write this in a team if we just take <laughs> care of this right now. If I could ride a motorcycle and a horse and a um, action thriller suspense feature film. That's what so, you want to do. Yeah, yeah that, that's just the ultimate goal. I, I love to horseback ride. I love riding motorcycles. And I... Um, I absolutely love being part of this business. So that would be my that would be my dream role. So it's like t- um, t- um, Terminator. Yes. Oh my you gosh! You would be it's amazing. Yeah. Terminator. <laughs> yes. But I, I wouldn't want to be Sarah Connor. Uh, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. I, but I would want to be the Terminator. Female Terminator, right? Totally needs to be a female Terminator. Wait, I said Tomb Raider, but yeah, Tomb Raider. You could be either. Oh, you could be either. Oh, you could be uh, either. See, that was that was me. Yes, you could be yeah, either. See, but she already Both. did that. Yeah, and she did. She did. Uh, Angelina Jolie did a great job of that. Yeah. But yes, no, I kind of like being the bad guy. I gotta mm-hmm. say, you know, the bad guy, the person you hate to love. God, I hate. I love that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Nah. Well, where what's like all your websites where we can go and check out oh, what you're doing? Okay, mm-hmm. thanks for that. So um, IMDb is always a great resource for that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people post things on IMDb that I'm in that I'm not actually going to be in. Some, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. This is a story, yeah. and I was telling June this just before we we went on. Somebody asked me to oh sign this letter of intent. We're going to have you in this project, and we're going to do this thing. And then I started doing a little research, and it was a big scam. 
Wow. So there is a lot of, lot of stuff that goes on in this business that's really flighty. And then there are a lot of people that just have great big dreams and mm-hmm. they just can't find the backing for it. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that will tell you one thing to your face, absolutely, and not do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, and you, you can't control any of that. So it's a numbers game. You keep It's like dating, you know, until <laughs> so you find the exactly right person. Yes, Aww. exactly, exactly right. You just keep going, keep going, and, you know, but just don't be stupid while you're doing it. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but th- so thank you for asking that. There, um, there is a feature film coming up. There's some stuff I can't talk about. Mm-hmm, um, but there's a reality TV show. Even I just had a meeting. Um, I had a meeting in Malibu. Oh, oh. I, lo- I love. <laughs> I think that. I interrupted that <laughs> meeting. <laughs> well, I was at lunch afterwards. Yes, she, yes, you called me, and I was like, oh, I, mean, I want to call you now, though. Yes, exactly. Malibu. So, Sorry about so, that. So no, it was, it, it was a really great. Um, but Ron, I had to bring you on the show. Yes, I know. And see, and so, and I didn't want you to get anybody else in here. And so Ron was very patient when I said, please. Let me call Kristen McLean. Um, but 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 we did. We had a nice meeting. But it would be a reality television show, and um, and I would be one of the judges. And of course, I would be cast. You would guess as the evil, mean judge. You know, like, no, no, no. You know, you would think maybe not. I don't know what they'll decide. But I and I. So I hope that show comes to fruition. But that would again, be awesome. Uh, there are just things in development. I'll keep you guys posted. Though. Okay. Thank you for asking. Okay, great. Is that fair? Well, before we go out this evening, I want to see if you guys have any predictions for where this season's going. What do you think? Oh, Does the wow. music help? Oh, hold on, let me that conjure. Kinda, yeah, Can that kind of gets you in the prediction mode, right? Like, just feel the ideas. Can't just spinning. cut the music like that. That was terrible. <laughs> what was the matter with you? Okay, she wants more music. Okay, go, go ahead. If you have a prediction, real quick, because I got a prediction. I just don't know that, it, that folks necessarily want to hear it. And I don't know that I'm necessarily allowed to say it. I should have held my opinions card back up. What I think is, you know, someone from the Eichen House is going to come back in, and they're going to be the enemy this season. Because obviously we got the little piece of mail. That's not going away. So something's mm-hmm. got to come back. There's bills that got to be paid. There's money that's been stolen. Something's going to happen with Yiken House. Someone's mm-hmm. coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something involving money. I also feel like um, Lydia really, really needs somebody to lead her. And so maybe that other banshee, banshee. from Yiken House. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I definitely think we're going to see a lot of Yiken House. Hmm. I don't. See, thank you. I'm, I'm really appreciating it. I don't think there will be as much Iken House as I would like to see. I would like mm-hmm. to see those gaps filled in. I think this season I was shocked at the different names that I saw in the credits. I thought, huh, there were uh, maybe four or five of the regular mm-hmm. you know, production people that I thought, okay, okay, as so I'm watching it. I thought, I wonder who that is and who that is and who that is. And if you guys were the writers, I think we absolutely would see that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you will. I think there will be vastly different things. The production oh, had see. a different everybody's, feel. Yeah. yeah, everybody's kind of switched out. I know that some people have moved on to I think I think this show is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll see a lot of Viking House, but I think they'll at least touch on it, and I think someone will I come so back too. from it. It's going to come back. And I think so, too, to some element. Right. But, but I think that there there was a Tumblr post, and I haven't liked it, but I will after this. I've kind of <laughs> waited. That talked about the flaws in the writing, the conflicts, the historical, mm. archaeological, um, factual flaws, particularly. And June, you and I talked about this, like I said, last time I was here and um, in some of what you'll be doing in the future with After Buzz um, about how last season we saw a heavy Asian influence. And this season from, you know, from the, the first episode, we see a heavy Latino influence. And mm-hmm. it was off, 
off, off, off. Not not to me. I didn't know because I was I'm not that informed and I'm a Caucasian, but mm-hmm. I read mm-hmm. a post and there was somebody born in the area claiming to be where this was taking place who, mm-hmm. who shredded the writing and said, This could not have happened. This is a falsity. Mm. This is inappropriate. This is not okay. And from this particular show, which I have been so proud of for the other things and how this show mm. has been a proponent of so many of so much diversity, I was shocked to find I thought, oh no, what happened? How? Wow. How did they let that slip? Mm-hmm. So I will be very interested to see how it goes. And I wonder if that's the new influence and some of the the older folks from the show t- turning it over to some new folks. So Are I you talking know, about see. the Aztec Temple and the church? Yes, that's that exactly area. right. I'll, I'll repost that. Um, I'll send you a link to it, actually. Okay. okay. You know what? I, I feel like in TV you can forgive a lot. It's not like we're watching the right. History Channel. True. So True. these fans at home who are having True. trouble with it, I mean, this is a fun show. Yeah. This yeah. is a sci-fi fun yes. show. Yes. I get that they do bring in a lot of history, but at the same time, you gotta forgive when the facts are totally. not exactly on, because we can't make good TV if we're yeah. following that's, all that that's stuff. Exactly that's already right. been this written. Is not a documentary. Yes. They're writing their own, so don't get too... If, if you're concentrating on those little tiny pieces... You're missing the whole story. Mm-hmm. So true. look That's over true. them. Fall, continue to fall in love with your characters. Come back and see us next week. Right. Thank yes. you, Edie, so yes, much for pleasure. joining us. Thank you, thank you. Where thank can you. we tweet you? Oh, at, uh, at Edie Mays or find me on Tumblr at Edie Mays or um, my website is EdieMays.com, E-A-D-D-Y-M-A-Y-S on all of it. Thank you. And where can we thank find you, Joe? You can find me at at M-S underscore Julie at Twitter. Awesome. You guys can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. You can check out my blog, CinematicEscape.com. And we're going to have a lot more special guests for you guys this season, so keep tuning in. Thanks so much for joining us. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz! See you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.